0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the NC Eat and Play podcast. I am Megan, your host, and we have a really exciting episode for you today. We're going to be talking to Randy Hernandez, the owner of Casa Cubana and Red Monkey, both locally owned restaurants here in North Carolina and Raleigh, and they're both awesome and I can't wait to get to that. So stay tuned. As the head curator, taster, and explorer of NC Eaton Play, I am thrilled to welcome you to the podcast. I started NC and Play to highlight and celebrate local businesses, establishments, and worth the trip destinations in North Carolina. I grew up here, so I love the fact that we're helping thousands of locals discover great food and activities curated for sensible budgets and everyday play. I always like to say I'm a local wanderluster whose activities include my husband, Harrison, and my toddler, Dean. It is always really fun and exciting, and I love sharing that with you. As a young family, making the most of our time together is really important to me. I am here in Morrisville, North Carolina, just sitting at my computer. Um... It's a beautiful day outside. I'm actually, it's going to be a really good day. And I can tell you guys this because my husband isn't going to hear it until later when it's produced, but tomorrow is his birthday. And so I have a really fun day planned. We're going to go on a picnic at a beautiful park called Fred Fletcher Park in downtown Raleigh. We're going to pick up some yummy food. And the fun part is that Harrison has been colorblind his entire life, and I bought him Colorblind correcting glasses. And so at this park, Harrison is hopefully, if it works for him, (laughs) going to see true color for the first time in his life. And I am just so giddy about it. And so hopefully, I'm going to record it. So hopefully, I can share that with you guys when the time comes. But I'm really excited. It's going to be a good day. I also like to start every show with a look back at some of my recent posts, the ones that I really want to talk about with you guys, some of my recent adventures is that I went to Apex Community Park recently, and it is so beautiful. I can't believe it took me so long to go there. The We did a trail that surrounds the whole lake, and it was just gorgeous. It was a windy day, and um, lots of people there, but very good at social distancing during this time of uh, COVID-19 And it's so green, lots of beautiful paths, definitely stroller friendly. I highly recommend that park. It honestly, it was one of those parks that just made me so happy that I live in the South. So beautiful. Uh, And then the other one, this is big news. I have a new favorite food truck, a new savory favorite food truck, I should say, but Arepa Culture. Oh my goodness, you guys. It is such an amazing food truck. It is consistently nominated as one of the best food trunks in North Carolina, and it earns that title. It is so amazing. They absolutely pack these arepas just full of meat and all the flavors. They're just so on point. So, those are probably my favorite recent explorations and definitely definitely go check those out both of those again that's apex community park and a, a Rapa culture food truck really really awesome okay next up i want to play our little game called did you know this is when i help you either get to know me a little bit better or something cool about north carolina that i think you guys might be interested in and today's did you know is that i am passionate about mac and cheese and I'm, I'm sure that doesn't come as a surprise <laughs> to most of you. I love Southern food. I love comfort food. I love cheese. So love mac and cheese. And you guys know you can't even bring up mac and cheese in North Carolina without thinking about Chef Ashley Christensen. Oh, my goodness. She has a restaurant in downtown Raleigh called Pool's Diner. And they have a decadent macaroni au gratin, aka mac and cheese. And it is famous and for good reason. It is the best mac and cheese I have ever had. I I dream about it. And if I wake up from those dreams, I'm very sad. I... Want to stay. (laughs) I want to eat that mac and cheese every day of my life. Um, And just in case you guys missed it, Ashley is actually a James Beard Award winning chef. She won the James Beard for Best Chef Southeast in 2014. And then in 2017, she received Eater's Best Chef in the Nation Award. She was among five finalists in 2018 for the James Beard Award for Outstanding Chef. And then last year, 2019, she won Outstanding Chef. So she is amazing. She is an incredible chef. Uh, She has other restaurants in addition to Pool's Diner like Death and Taxes, Beasley's Chicken and Honey. She recently opened Poolside Pies. And during the stay-at-home order, I've been making the most of my time and trying out new recipes. And you guys, this is the Did You Know? I found out that Ashley shared her famous macaroni and cheese recipe in Garden and Gun in 2016. That is a huge score. I am thrilled. Uh, So, I'm definitely going to try that out this week. And I'm going to keep you updated on how it goes. It calls for signature cheeses. And I'm going to try to pronounce these while I'm sure my producers are laughing at me. We practiced together, (laughs) but I still don't know if I've got it. Um, It calls for Grana Padano, Jarlsberg, and White Cheddar, all available by Prime Whole Foods. So, you can get those delivered to you keep an eye out for that post. It's going to do, I think it's going to be great because it really is the best mac and cheese in the world and I don't think I can mess it up. So yes, love the mac and cheese. So excited to try it. Moving on, I always like to do a main course and that is something that I think you might want to know about or something that you're already talking about. For today's main course, we will be talking to in interviewing the owner of Casa Cubana and Red Monkey, that's Randy Hernandez. And I just want to describe these places a little bit for you guys, give you a better idea of what they are. Casa Cubana and Rub Bar features authentic homestyle Cuban food, similar to the famous Cuban restaurants in Miami. Red Monkey features pub fare with global influences and cocktails with a whimsical decor. And I have tried both of these restaurants, you guys, and I absolutely love them. They are really, really great. And I want to just give you a little bit of a better idea of why I love them. And number one, something interesting is Randy is actually, with Casa Cubana, actually the first person that ever did a collaboration with me with NCE and Play. And so he invited me to come try his restaurant and we worked together on a giveaway. I th- I had only had my account for about a month and he saw potential and he trusted me. And oh my gosh, I was so excited. I felt so cool and so fancy walking into his restaurant with my camera. And <laughs> I was so excited to meet him because he's pretty much famous in my hometown of Wake Forest. Everybody knows who Randy Hernandez is. He knows what he's doing. He's he's got some good food. Anyway, so he was my first collaboration and it meant the world to me. And something else that I noticed while I was there for that collaboration that has always stuck with me is Randy's restaurants are so family oriented. And at Casa Cubana, it had just opened when I went there and I noticed that his daughter was there who had a baby at the time. So the whole family was there helping run the restaurant, answer phones, welcome guests. And her da- his daughter had a baby and she actually in the back corner of the restaurant had a pack and play set up so that the baby could take naps in the middle of the restaurant surrounded by guests. And it worked. The baby, I mean, he knew what he was doing. He was ready. He, he's just as involved in this restaurant <laughs> as the rest of the family But I remember that just really touched me just how involved this family is that they they even have their baby napping there while they're helping their dad. And so truly, I'm just so happy that I have a chance to interview Randy today. And I'm excited that you guys can get to know him. I'd like to go ahead and bring on Randy. Thank you for joining us today, Randy.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: (laughs) good. I'm glad I meant every word.
1: Thank you. I'm flattered.
0: <laughs> so first things first, I like to talk about food. I always want to start with food. So I'm just curious. I want you to tell me and our listeners what your favorite menu item is. Uh, let's start with Casa Cubana. What is your favorite menu item there?
1: Casa Cubana. I would say the ropa Vieja is, is ah. one of my favorite. And the ropa Vieja and the Vaca Frita, those two are like my all-time favorites. And I keep it simple with white rice that I that's just the way to go.
0: I I actually completely agree. I tried a big platter when I went to Casa Cubana and I'm not going to say it as beautifully as you, <laughs> but the Roja vieja, is that how you say it?
1: Yep, ropa means uh clothes and uh, vie- uh vieja means old, so old clothes. It's a ah. it's an old cu- Cuban tradition platter.
0: That is really cool. Yep. Well, I loved it. So much flavor. Thank you. And then what is your favorite menu item at Red Monkey?
1: Oddly that we talk about mac and cheese because when I purchased Red Monkey, I purchased the original menu as well. And I fell in love with their mac and cheese. Now, I'm not a big mac and cheese person, but when I had it at Red Monkey, I was, I, that's, I, that's my go-to item. I think this is a comfort food. It's my go-to item at red monkey. It's not my recipe. It's the original recipe from the restaurant, but it's one of my favorite, uh, the Mac and cheese.
0: That's neat. So, so when you bought red monkey, are you saying that you kept some of their menu? And then you also, in addition, added some of your own recipes?
1: Yes. Cause when we purchased cool. red monkey, it was a tavern. Oh, so, all American food, uh, Mac and cheese, burgers, wings, uh, some pasta items some specialty dishes but it was mainly a, a pub pub food. That's but neat. Gourmet, I
0: didn't realize that.
1: But gourmet pub food. It was it was um, a little high priced. Uh-huh. Uh, and the reason why I came to find out was that everything was made in house from scratch. But they didn't let the customers know that. So, you know, it's you're selling items that the food was fantastic, but people needed to know that they everything was made from scratch, even the dressings, everything in that restaurant was made from scratch. There was nothing bought, frozen, or pre made.
0: That's really cool. Yes. So, so I guess while we're talking about Red Monkey, I just want to mention that you guys are located at Crabtree Valley Mall in Raleigh. So, you are surrounded by huge national chains like Cheesecake Factory. I can't... Uh, pan, there's
1: a Panera Bread there. Yeah, we have P.F. Chang's. Uh, some yeah. some of our neighbors, we have uh, Brio's, Italian restaurant, Fleming's, Uncle Julio's now, uh, they just came in. Our neighbor, we share the same entrance, Cheesecake Factory. P.F. Chang's is right next door. Kanki's, uh, Seasons 52, who's owned by the, the Darden Hospitality. So, and we're the only... Those are all the restaurants... On the outside of the the mall,
0: uh-huh.
1: we're the only one that's family owned.
0: That that's really cool. What so? What does that mean to you to be located in such an area where there's so many big chains, and you guys are a small business and locally owned? What does it mean to you when people choose your restaurant over going to, say, Cheesecake Factory?
1: I, I, I mean, I love it. It's exciting. It's you know one of the things the mall had mentioned to us was that we we were the only family owned. And they wanted to give us a chance because of um, all the other restaurants we had in the nearby area, and they felt we could bring something different to the mall. And yeah. I was so excited just to to be able to um to to you know to run in the mall. It was it's it's a great opportunity.
0: Yeah, that's that's cool. And I just want to I want to point out that to our listeners that they might be hearing some phones in the background. That's because Randy is actually currently at his restaurant. I'm guessing Casa Cubana
1: yes and it's yes. the phones are going nuts <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's good to hear i'm glad to hear that it means you're getting some good orders aren't you
1: yes we are i mean uh we of course we had to adapt uh yes. because of the pandemic so we added five phone lines and that's why you you oh. would always be a phone because they keep rolling over so we never have a busy signal
0: that that is really cool because i've called quite a few restaurants lately and i just assumed that they're closed because their restaurants leave me on a busy signal and I'm like, oh well, I guess their phones are off the line. So that that's a really cool innovation.
1: Yeah, we I mean, one of the, that's one of the first things we did when we saw people couldn't get through, then we added a cell phone line until we can get the the mobile the regular lines until we can get all the other lines added. So we added a cell phone line and then a text line and then an on-order line and then we added five additional lines. Cause we don't want to miss not one call. We want every, we want to be able to address every single call.
0: That's amazing. That's really cool. I hope that's working for you. Cause you deserve it.
1: It is believe it or not that the staff didn't understand it. They said, you know, cause we were slow <laughs> the first week or two, but once we added all the five, the five lines added the same day, the online <laughs> ordering kicked in and this restaurant just exploded. Oh. It was, insane.
0: <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. That makes my heart yeah. happy. It, it was good and
1: bad because we had a, a, you know, there was a lot of delays that day, but it's it just yeah. everything was coming at once. And it was, um, a good problem to have.
0: Yeah. I'm sure you had some kinks to work out, but I'm sure it meant a lot to be getting the support of your local community.
1: Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful to be here in Wake Forest.
0: Oh, good. I'm for, I was, and I guess not born, but I grew up in Wake Forest. So I absolutely love it there. People are so supportive.
1: It, it's everything here is, is all about family and, and, and yeah. support. So it's good.
0: I love that. So speaking of that, I wanna, I actually wanna ask what else have you guys done? What are some other um, changes and adjustments that you guys have had to make during this COVID-19?
1: Um, well, we, ha- we, we had to um, open our drive-through window Oh. that that's one of the things we did open up the drive through window. The other thing we did was created several parking spots so that when, when you come through, you get through the drive through. If, if your food is not ready, we, we uh, designate a parking spot from one through ten. So we have, and so we have curbside delivery drive through. We added a delivery program where we have the, some of our servers have become drivers now. So we've adapted pretty quick. We went from just a dining room restaurant to to being um, a a multiple operating restaurant. We also added a grocery store within the restaurant. So we tag team with our food vendors, got a lower price point by purchasing more and offer those savings over to the customers, but you know, for for raw products. So you can buy 10 pounds of chicken or 10 pounds of uh, raw beef. And it comes pre-packaged from the vendors and we sell it to you like that. So there's no, no one is touching the food comes from our vendor pre-packaged and it goes right to the customer.
0: That's cool. So you're cutting out the middle man. Yes.
1: yes. And that's,
0: that's cool too. um, That people can actually order your food, maybe get like a family style dinner and pick up their groceries at the same time. It saves them Uh, having to make those extra trips that can be potentially dangerous.
1: Absolutely. So you have people come here, they, They'll they'll pick up. uh, uh, The other thing is we did um, two other things. We um, took some of our famous drinks. The mojito is very popular. We do a really great mojito, so we made it into a mix. So so now you can you can purchase beer. You can purchase a mojito mix. Get your dinner while you're here, and get some household items like toilet paper, Bounty paper towel, and some meats for the next day. So so yeah, we're becoming a one stop shop basically.
0: That's cool. That's awesome. So you're becoming a way for people to, to enjoy family time at home with great food and necessities that they need. So you've really, I mean, you've kicked it up a notch.
1: We did, we did. And we, you know, now that you've said that about families at home, we also created two packages for families. Uh, one is done on Thursday where it's, um, basically we, uh, it's tacos to go. So we set up all the tacos, For you, And you just put it together at home so you can have fun with the kids. You get home, you get your your tortilla shells, you have your choice of meats, your choice of vegetables that you want to put on it, some sides like rice and beans, you get home, you don't have to cook, you don't have to prep, there's no mess. You just have fun with the kids and you all make your tacos and put different sauces on it.
0: That's really awesome. I think I mean, just listening to you say that I can tell that as a restaurant owner, that you're not only passionate about still making your money and selling your food, it's clear that you really, truly want to help people enjoy themselves and enjoy their food instead of just being fed. You want them to enjoy life and you're helping them do that. And I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's about, you know, since you're home, right? You're already home. We have no choice but to be home. So let's have a family time. Why? Why spend the time? you know, cooking um, by yourself, have fun with the family while you're cooking.
0: Yeah. And I think that's cool because when people are able to dine in again, I think I just want to remind our listeners that, you know, Casa Cubana, am I right, Randy? That means a uh, Cuban house. Yes. <laughs> they truly want you to feel at home. And I felt that way as soon as I got there. And I think that during this COVID-19, when people have to stay in their homes, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll come to you you know we'll let us bring our food to your home and still make you feel at home make you feel like family i think that's really cool i th- so while i'm talking about that it's just reminding me that even though this is a really difficult time for you guys and you're really struggling and you're truly looking out for other people whether it's your customers or other people in the community i have I've seen a few things from your social media posts that you guys are doing some things to support the local community. Can you tell me a little bit more about those efforts that you guys have made?
1: Yes. So every Wednesday, we pick a different company or um, um, a, a medical facility and we donate uh, food to them for the for the first responders and for the essential workers. It started off by just doing the hospitals and and, and doing something for the Uh, municipality. And then we just increased it by, um, we opened up the online ordering. We opened up a tab that allows people to donate and people in the community have been really grateful donating money. So we use that money along with, we add, we add the rest and we provide lunches and food for those who can't leave work um, because they're working and they work in 12 hour shifts, 15 hour shifts. And some of them, you know, are also struggling and the other thing we've done was help families that couldn't buy lunch for their kids, so we help them with their lunches. You know, they'll stop by, they'll call, and they'll say, "Hey, I need lunch for my son or for my daughter." And we do provide um, a value meal for the kids. Not too many people have been taking advantage of that, but but they know that it's there, and they can call us, and we would provide them lunch. With that being said, we've also had a uh, a local painter by the name of Fernando Lugo, who. Um, I'm going to say every other week comes to the store and just randomly picks a company. And he says, Randy, you know, I have, you know, $200. Let's send lunch to this company. And between him and I, I lower my price to to like just cost so that we can pay for the food. He pays for the food and we deliver the food. So we got a bunch of things going on for the community.
0: Oh, that is so admirable. I really love that. I And I love that as you guys as restaurant workers you're an essential business but you're also recognizing that there are other essential businesses and you guys are working together you know you know that there are people working in the hospitals in case you get sick they know that there are people working in restaurants to help feed them when they need it i think Absolutely. that's really cool it's it's neat to see the community coming together like that
1: definitely a team effort and community effort so it's 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 been working people are happy with it we would like to do more So if, you know, if anyone has any recommendation or facility that they know could use some lunch, you know, just have them contact me and and we'll do our best to to give them lunch.
0: You're awesome. That made me smile. (laughs) And I also just want to tell you, as you were talking about your feeding the kids thing, and you said not a lot of people are taking advantage of that, I just... I don't know. I just want to remind you that sometimes even if people aren't taking advantage of something, just knowing that that's an option, honestly, is such a morale booster. And I know that people in Wake Forest feel so much comfort from knowing, hey, Randy Hernandez is here if I need him.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I also think that maybe some people um, are embarrassed and we don't want them to be, you know, or they feel they obligated to get something. I don't I just want them to call and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm having a little bit of trouble. And we, we just tell them how many kids stop by the drive through and here's your lunch.
0: That's awesome. No questions asked. Just we're here to support you. Exactly. That's really cool. So is there I know you already told me a little bit about Fernando Lugo, the local painter that's come in and helped you. Do you have any stories or experiences that you can share about someone, maybe a customer or someone else who you feel like has gone above and beyond to support you in your business during this time?
1: Well, you know, I'll tell you one thing in the community, and, and I, I'm really shocked. Many of the business owners have reached out to me in the area, trying for all of us to try to work together, which I really appreciate uh, the owners of, of Milton, uh, Jeff and uh, Danny from Dante's and Richard from Honest Abe's, um, you know, have we all stay in touch? And there's a few other, you know, local restaurant owners. We all stay in touch to help each other out because there's still, you know, for for example, if we want to order food because sales were low, there's still minimums that we have to meet with our food vendors. You just can't order a uh, hundred dollars worth of food and they'll deliver. So you have to have minimums. So we, you know, we talked about collaborating and having one food truck come to one location for us to help each other out. Just things that could benefit each other. Um, yeah. what, And what, what is this restaurant doing that restaurant is doing that is successful to help each other uh, grow and, and tag team like deliveries, for example, when we started the deliveries, we've ended up reaching out to other restaurants to say, Hey, we have a driver, but He's really not doing anything, it's just sitting here doing one delivery a day. And you know, now we're doing thank God we're doing about 25-28 deliveries a day. But in the beginning, we were doing one and we were asking other other restaurants, Would you like to use our driver? If you have a, a run, you know, call us and we'll, we'll send you the driver. So, my daughter owns the empanada factory, which is right up the road. So, we she uses our driver all the time, Hey, dad, I need a driver and the driver goes and delivers food. So I think all of us in the community as, as restaurant owners um, and even regular business owners have been working together to try to help each other out.
0: That's cool. That's cool to hear. So I guess my next question, and I maybe should have start asked this at the beginning, but we've learned a lot about your really cool businesses, and I think that's awesome. But I also want to help our listeners just get to know who you are and how you've put your heart and soul into these businesses. So, do you mind telling me a little bit about your story, like how long you've lived in North Carolina, why you decided to open these restaurants?
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um I'm originally from New York, so I'm a New Yorker. And about 9 years ago, I I'm in the, I'm, I'm always I've always been in development, so I'm in the corporate world for development, uh, building high-rises, from high-rises we were building community homes. So, I've always been into development, and my brother moved out here to Wake Forest, and he had mentioned that there was a restaurant up for sale about nine years ago, and I I never thought that I would own a restaurant, but I do know one thing. My daughters and I, which you've seen one of them with the baby, ever since they were young, we used to make empanadas together. We've always talked about opening up an empanada store. So that's always been a goal of mine, but a small little empanada store. Long story short, my brother tells me there's a restaurant for sale in Wake Forest. I was getting frustrated with the the busy lifestyle of New York City. So we ended up buying the restaurant and uh, it became a full service restaurant, sold a little bit of empanadas, but it was mainly a Puerto Rican restaurant. Um, we we built two of them and then sold them to buy Red Monkey. In the interim of that, we also opened up a. Uh, a, a, a Latin nightclub, Latin quarters off of Glen, uh, for, off of Glenwood, and many people loved this. So they kept the community is really what they keep pushing me to to do stuff in the community because there wasn't too many. Actually, I'm sorry, there wasn't any Caribbean restaurants mm-hmm. in, in in the Triangle area. So the community when we first bought that restaurant they kept telling me, Randy, we would love a place to dance. Uh, we would love a place to buy bakery items. We would love a place where we can buy, you know, more of the authentic Caribbean uh, foods from the, the Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban descent. So that's how this is all, has happened is is the community pushing me to to grow into these restaurants. I had no plan or <laughs> go to have these restaurants. It's the <laughs> hardest thing you could ever have, you know. And sometimes as I'm working, I'm like, what? Why? Why? This is is extremely hard. You know, it's especially like in this pandemic, you like you have to keep reinventing yourself. But at the end of the day, I love what I do. I really I really do love what I do. So so that's how it all started. It just started nine years ago with me wanting to have a change in life. But when you look at it or I'm still in development, I'm still mm-hmm. building. I'm just not physically doing construction, but all the restaurants we've done i physically built myself with help because i'm a hands on person so so casa cubana that you that you actually visited that was built with me my friends and and uh, my partners hands on building the counters building the shelves putting the walls up together cuz that's what i'm used to from the past so i'm still in development how you no matter how you look at it
0: Yeah, I completely agree. You are. You're developing recipes. You're developing your restaurants. (laughs) You're building up the community. Absolutely. Um, So I think that's an awesome note to end on. Randy loves what he does. Before we go, though, is there anything else that you want to add?
1: Just a quick thing. Uh Uh, This is not all done by myself. You know, uh, everything. I've been blessed over the years to still have some of my original staff from nine years ago, still working with me, we just moved them from restaurant to restaurant. And um, right now, currently, I have some partners, and you know, one of them is my daughter. And you you met her already, and, mm-hmm. and her fiance Joe, and and my girlfriend Marcella, and Richard Camos, and you know, between all of us, this is what you know. We all work together to try to provide uh, the best restaurants we can for the community. Um, so I just didn't want to take all the inf- you know put all the emphasis on me. It is a team effort. Between the staff and between my partners, and we are trying our best to keep reinventing ourselves and bringing something great to the community.
0: Awesome, thank you, Randy. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners how they can find out more about Casa Cabana and Red Monkey and support you guys? Well, you
1: can uh, Red Monkey. You can visit us on our website page. Uh, on our website, we are constantly, constantly updating it. So that's redmonkeylatinfusionkitchen.com and Casa Cubana, you can visit us at Restaurants.com or you can go to um, order casacubana.com and there you can see our full menu, our pictures of our food and you can even order online um, or if you want to donate to help us on our Wednesday uh, food drive, uh, you can do that as well uh, online.
0: Awesome. Okay. Uh, You heard it here, guys. Randy, owner of Casa Cubana and Red Monkey, doing so much for the community and dishing out some awesome food. Thank you, Randy, for taking the time to talk with us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to remind you guys, my listeners, that uh, this is a great time to be supporting local restaurants as you feel comfortable, whether it's ordering carry out, or delivery or simply finding them on social media and giving them an awesome, encouraging post like, hey, hang in there. Can't wait to try your food. You guys are doing great. Uh, Just do what you can to support local. You know I'm passionate about that. Um, And as always, I just want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I always like to end every show by asking for your willingness to support local businesses. I really hope that the information that we share is of benefit to you and encourages you to support, shop, dine, explore, and play more locally. I want to remind you that you can follow NC Eat and Play on Instagram at NC Eat and Play and on Facebook. I'd love to connect with you guys and get more suggestions. And especially I want to hear your thoughts about Randy and his awesome businesses, especially if you've tried them. Okay. So thanks again, you guys. Also, we're online at nceatandplay.com. That's N-C-E-A-T-A-N-D-P-L-A-Y.com. You can check out the website for the notes from this podcast to get more links and pictures and some more information. I hope that you all have a delicious and fun day.